When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. Tony, it's National Dinosaur Day. I'm Tony Kornheiser. Shout out to us. We're dinosaurs, right? Don't you feel like a dinosaur doing this show? No, I feel young and spry. What? Spry? You could give me 80 words before I got to spry Maybe for you. Not. Maybe not spry. Maybe not most days. No. no. Most days I have to get tonight, up, I get up, out of bed. I don't even know if my legs are going to work. Yeah, I have it to takes stand a while. there for a while to make it takes sure. takes a while to get out of bed. Right. Ah. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, the Lakers and Nuggets tip off. The Sixers fire Doc Rivers. And Aaron Judge says his lookaways were innocent. But we begin today with tonight's NBA draft lottery. As with Connor Bedard in the recent NHL draft lottery, there is a clear first choice. Victor Wembanyama is said to be a surefire star. The teams with the best chance to land him are Detroit, Houston, and San Antonio, but they only have a 14% chance each. Wilbon, which team that has a reasonable chance of getting him would be the most fun spot for Wembanyama to land? I hear you emphasizing reasonable. I'm not going to give you some phony answer. The Bulls had no chance of getting Derrick Rose in 2007, except, oh, wait, they got him. So I'm rooting for my team again to go double lottery. Bedard and Wimbanyama. But let me say this, Tony, and spread this out. Whoever drafts Wimbanyama, whoever wins that lottery tonight, his arrival in that place, whether it's Orlando or San Antonio or Detroit, wherever it is, it is going to change that place's relationship with not just basketball, but with sport, with events. It's going to change everything because he's going to arrive and it's going to be bigger, well, not bigger, like LeBron arriving in Cleveland, like Derrick Rose in Chicago, is going to be enormous. It is going to change the future of the NBA. That's how great a prospect this kid is. I mean, all you have to do is listen to people like LeBron say that when he says he's not just a unicorn, he's an alien. So, I, I, you know, I'm excited. I hope my city gets him because I know what that feels yeah. like to have an event every night when Michael Jordan was there for 15 years. I get that. Washington. If Washington gets him, you are going to leave the basement and go see this kid play in person. You are. So it's going to change wherever he lands. I am, as long as he plays at 5 in the afternoon. Uh, let me get happen. to the teams with the best chance. I don't really want him to go to Houston. I I'm, I'm not sold on the owner of Houston. I think the team is mismanaged. I think both okay. the basketball team and the football team in Houston are no good. Where you want I'm disinclined. To go. I'm get to that. All I'm right. not Chicago. Well, I'm disinclined that. to say Detroit because Detroit had the number one pick a couple of years ago. I don't think you should get the number one pick twice in three years. That's just my philosophy. I am favorably disposed to San Antonio. Now, you know, I don't like Greg Popovich because he treats media members like me very badly. He belittles them for sport, but that's a great organization. And he has won championships with number one overall picks that are big yes. men. David Robinson and Tim Duncan. So somebody there, and I suspect it is Popovich, is great at developing and coaching centers. But you know where I want him to go? 
I want him to go to Charlotte. I want Michael Jordan to get this kid. Michael Jordan has had no success at all as an owner, but he's been patient most of the time. People say he's going to sell the team. I think if he gets his kid, he doesn't sell. And, Mike, I believe that basketball with Jordan is better off. So I'd like to see him there. Tony, that's a great sentiment and a great pick. Good. That's great. By the way, if Orlando or Oklahoma City gets this kid, they may run off three or four championships because they've got other pieces and they're so well run in terms of personnel. We we both the he's an international kid, Tony. How about the how about the capital of the United States of America, Washington, D.C., to see him play there and the international, the local interest which is rooted in international dynamic. Come on now, that'd be fun. Yes, ABC, anywhere but Chicago, ABC. I know, I know, I know. But if they do... You got Bedard. If they do, I'm getting season tickets. I will be on the phone tonight getting season tickets to the Bulls and the Blackhawks to make fun of you. You're going to live in Chicago now. That's great. From the future of basketball to the present. Lakers, Nuggets, start that Western Conference final series in Denver tonight. The Nuggets are the top seed in the West and have rolled through the Timberwolves and Suns. The Lakers finished seventh, but are coming off their six-game series win over the Dubs. So, Tony, do you give the Lakers a big chance, small chance, no chance of pulling the upset and winning this series against Denver? I think I may surprise you a little bit. I give them a good chance. How many times has Jokic taken Denver to the NBA final? The answer is never. He got to this spot once before, and the team that beat him was the Lakers in the bubble. And that was the Lakers of Anthony Davis and LeBron James. They are still there. I think this Lakers team is probably almost as good as that Lakers team. They're certainly playing very well lately, and LeBron James is the greatest playoff scorer in history. Now, do I think the Lakers are going to win? No. I think Denver is a better team than the Lakers. But I also think that Anthony Davis guarding Jokic straight up is going to be difficult for Jokic in a way that hasn't happened before. So so I can't give them no chance, and I think it's better than a small chance. I do. I agree with you, Tone. I think it's a good chance. I mean, if I I started doing, I don't know how to do odds, but if I just did percentage chance, I'd go, I don't know, 55-45 Denver. I think the Nuggets are a better team. I think that that loss in the bubble to the Lakers sticks in their craw, if you will. And I think Jokic understands at this point, I think he's 27 now, that while he has come from nothing, second round, nowhere, most people don't know where he is. The, 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 The mountain time zone is the time zone that America's least familiar with. Least. That's right. People don't know. They don't That's know right. Jokic. If you walk into their houses, yep. they would say, oh, yeah, I've seen him somewhere. They don't, they don't have any idea. Well, they're going to have an idea because he's great. But you're right, Tony. The matchup with Anthony Davis, who has been the greatest defensive presence in the playoffs so far, that's a big man matchup that's almost a throwback for guys like you and me who sat courtside and got to watch great big man matchups all of our lives as sports writers. So I'm excited to see that. But I think Denver and Jamal Murray, I mean, people call him Bubble Murray or whatever. Jamal Murray was great, and then he got hurt. I expect him to take this personally and say, oh, yeah, I was great wherever it was. I can be great right out here in Denver and, and, on, and on, in downtown L.A. So I, I think Denver. I think Denver. We move now to Aaron Judge. Last night, Judge peeked into his dugout before hitting a 462-foot bomb. Toronto broadcasters Dan Schulman and Buck Martinez noticed Judge doing this and mentioned it. What is that, Shulman asked. Where is he looking? 
After the game, Judge said he was looking into the dugout to quiet his teammates who were chirping at the umpire a little too much for his liking. But the speculation is that somehow Toronto was tipping their pitches and the Yankees were signaling Judge. Wilbon, does the video of Judge raise any suspicion to you? No. And if Toronto's stupid enough to tip their pitches and the Yankees are quick enough on it to find out and relay it, none of which I believe, then good. Then good. Don't tip your stupid pitches. Don't blame somebody for looking into the dugout. He's looking to his allies for assistance if he's doing that good. Now, I believe, I believe exactly what Judge said, which was there's so much chirping going on. His manager had just gotten tossed on a 1-1 pitch, which was sort of weird. There wasn't, like, the worst pitch of all time called a strike. I didn't understand that. And I love Aaron Boone. But I think I believe him. Daddy looked over there as if to say, you know, like on a golf course, yeah. Tony, when you're looking at your buddies and saying, essentially with your eyes, can you shut up here? I'm trying to concentrate. Yeah. That's all I think it was. Yeah. I'm going to say this one thing categorically. If there's anyone in baseball who could hit a 462-foot bomb with or without aid from his teammates, it's Aaron Judge. <laughs> How yeah. many did he hit last year? Oh, that's right, 62. Okay? Um, and I'll say another thing categorically. And by the way, Judge got hot lately, four home runs in his last three games, and not all those games are against Toronto. The other thing I would say categorically is that it, you can, you know, you can steal pitches. That's okay. You, you just can't be. do it electronically. That's right. You and should if be trying. You steal, if Toronto was tipping pitches or if the Yankees understood their sequence and were able to say something to Judge about it, I'm good, good with that. This isn't, yes. this isn't Houston banging on a garbage can. So I don't really understand Toronto's position. I don't understand it. Don't you know, and Judge either. is angry about this. And by Nonsense. the way, Judge is going down tonight. Toronto's going to hit him. Let's take okay. a break. Coming up, the Sixers say see you to Doc Rivers. Was coaching really the problem in Philadelphia? We're going to ask Kendrick Perkins. We're also going to ask him for his thoughts on how the NBA will and should handle the latest job or rant situation. Yeah, I mean, Aaron Judge can hit it out anywhere. Yeah, right? he doesn't need to 62. look over to the duck. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
Yesterday, Wilbon and I both thought the Sixers would fire Doc Rivers, and today it happened. For perspective on that and more, let's bring in our best friend from NBA Today, Kendrick Perkins. Let's start with Doc. How much of the 76ers' struggles, in your opinion, had to do with coaching? <clears throat> well, Tony, I know we only have five minutes, and I know we have other topics to get to. And since I'm part of the PTI family, can we have a conversation for the next five minutes? Well, I want to have a conversation with you, Wilborn, please, about this whole entire situation. I need to see you guys. Okay, I have a problem, and this is a league-wide problem. Okay, we all saw Game 7. We saw Joel Embiid and James Harden fold like a fresh pair of clean sheets. We saw that. We saw them not deliver. We saw them not step up to the plate. But we have another problem at hand. The players in the league are soft. Over the last couple of weeks, we have seen Mike Budenholzer get fired, who won the championship with the Milwaukee Bucks. We've seen Nick Nurse get fired, who won a championship with the Toronto Raptors. We've seen Monty Williams get fired, who took a team to the NBA Finals. What the hell is going on here? So now players are not getting held accountable? The league is so soft now. And when I look at this Doc Rivers situation, it's an inside job. When you hear reports about it's either Harden or Doc Rivers because of the ties and the relationship of Daryl Moore and James Harden, and all of a sudden Mike D'Antoni, his name come about. What in the hell have they accomplished together for as Mike D'Antoni, James Harden, and Daryl Moore? Not a damn thing. And if the Philadelphia 76ers think that James Harden and Mike D'Antoni or whatever coach they bring in is going to be the key, they are dead wrong. And so I want to know from you two guys, brilliant basketball minds, two legends in the games, where's our league going to right now? For us players running the league and running coaches out of organizations because they're not being held accountable. Perk, your, your outrage on this is very important because, and more important than ours because you played for Doc. You played for Doc. You won a championship with Doc. You got close two other times real close with Doc. So you don't see this as being a failing game six and seven or this season on his part, do you? No, I don't. I don't because when you get to the point where you get to a game seven, it's nothing you can strategize or – there's no adjustments you can make. Hell, the team, the other opponent knows what car you're driving. They know the clothes you have in your closet. It's about if your superstars are going to rise to the occasion and take you home. And what we witnessed was we saw Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown dominate Joel Embiid and James Harden. That's what Game 7 is about what your superstars are going to do. We saw Paul Pierce and LeBron James go at it in game sevens. What the hell is the difference? Perk, we, 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 we could talk about this for the whole segment, but we got a yeah. couple of other things that we want to get to. And one of them, since I get to sit next to you literally here, and hopefully tonight, I know how much you love Nikola Jokic. You've been talking about him for longer than just about anybody. But you did pick the Lakers to get to the find the conference finals before anybody else. So what gives? Where you going now? You got Anthony Davis against your guy Jokic. What do you see? 
I got I got the Lakers in six. The Lakers are the best defensive team in this postseason. Anthony Davis is the best defensive player in the league right now, hands down. And when I think about LeBron James and that game six performance that he had, 39-9, and nine, at any given time, he can show the world that he's capable of being the best player on the floor. And the closer that LeBron James gets, to actually winning another championship, the more focus he gets, he gets more hungry, and he he's ready to seize the moment. And I'm going to say this. Austin Reeves is no damn fluke. This guy is for real. And I just feel like the Denver Nuggets, with all due respect, they haven't hit real adversity this postseason yet, and they haven't seen a defensive team like they're about to face for the Los Angeles Lakers. I'm going with Lakers in six. That's good. That's a big upset. Good for you. We'll get you out of here on this. It's not an on-court thing, but it's a very important story. What do you expect the NBA to do about John Morant? The NBA, not the Memphis Grizzlies, the NBA. Oh, they must suspend him. 25 games minimum. Uh, you, you know, my grandpa used to always tell me, a stripe on the zebra never changes. And for him to go back and do an act like this within less than two months and come on national TV or interviews and say that he had addressed the problem and things to that nature, no, he haven't. And I think the league has to make him a, an example and let him know that he's not bigger than the NBA. See, John Morant's problem is, is that he actually thinks the NBA needs him. We have seen multiple Hall of Famers and legends retire from the game of basketball, like Magic, Bird, Jordan, Bill Russell, Kobe Bryant, Kevin Garnett. And guess what? The league just keeps going. The league don't need you, John Morant. You need the NBA. And he better be careful because one more strike, if he don't get it the next time, he will be out the league. I don't give a damn how talented he is. Thank you, Perk. It's a pleasure Perk, every time. Appreciate Thank you. you. Appreciate you. Appreciate y'all, Lizards. Thanks for having me. Let's take one last break. Still to come, the stars eliminate Wilbon's Kraken. Now who's he going to root for? And Shohei has yet another performance to remember. That's all he does. That's all he does. Jokic, Tony, you got to watch. You got to stay up. I'm going to get you some no-dos. You got to stay up and watch. There's no more no-dos in the world. They there disappeared is. 30 years ago. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. Happy time, people. Happy 34th birthday, Drew Maggi. On April 26, Maggi got into his first major league game after spending 13 years and 1155 games in the minors. He's Crash Davis. The Pirates called him up from Altoona, and Maggi struck out against the Dodgers. The next day, Maggi went 0 for 3 against them. 
Maggi was going to be sent back to Altoona on April 28th, but Rain postponed the game against the Nationals, which was rescheduled for doubleheader the next day. So Maggi stayed with the Pirates as their 27th man. He pinch hit in the seventh. He delivered a run-scoring single and stayed in the game at third base. Later, he doubled and scored. The next day, he was sent back to Altoona. Maggi is batting 333 lifetime in the show, two for six. There's a script in there somewhere. You think we can handle that in our old age? Get in touch with I this think we kid. Can do that. Go sit with him for I a couple of days. It. There's a story in there somewhere. Happy anniversary, New York Knicks. On this day 24 years ago, Allen Houston's teardrop jumper stunned the Miami Heat in the deciding game five of their first round playoff series. Knicks became only the second eight seed in NBA history to take out a number one. Knicks went all the way to the finals, beating number four Atlanta and number two Indiana along the way to become the first eight seed to make the finals. There they lost to San Antonio. This year's Miami Heat is the fifth eight to take out a one. They beat Milwaukee. Then they beat the Knicks. If Miami beats the Celtics, they'll become the second eight seed to reach the finals. All right, Tony, we haven't talked much about the East. Miami and the Celtics, who you got? Celtics. Is that Celtics. quick enough for you? That was Happy quick. Trails, Seattle Kraken. The NHL's newest team was eliminated from the playoffs last night, 2-1, to one, in yeah. Game 7 by the Dallas Stars, yeah. whose only Stanley Cup was won in 1999. Dallas took a 2-0 lead midway through the third period and held on as the Kraken scored very late after pulling their goalie. Dallas coach Peter DeBoer is now 7-0 in Game 7s with four different franchises. In the Western Conference Final, DeBoer will coach against Las Vegas, who fired him last year. In the Eastern Conference Final, Carolina will play Florida. So the Final Four teams are from cities that basically never see snow and ice and had no history yeah. in hockey until the NHL expanded south and west. Wilbon, who you got? I'll stay with de my desert people, uh, my desert homies. So Las Vegas, I'll go with them. You got, you got Vegas. I got Vegas the rest of the really? way. Absolutely. Vegas, I believe, is the one team of those four that has never won the Stanley Cup. I believe the others have won it. But Somebody get in my ear if I'm no, wrong, you know. but I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. Let's go to the big finish. Here we go. Let's Joe Hayatani gave up five runs but had a walk and four hits to plate as the Angels beat the O's. Your thoughts? First pitcher to reach base five times in the game says Mel Stottlemyre in 1964, but I have a problem thinking of Otani as just a pitcher. He's the greatest hitting pitcher, I guess, ever, though. I got to look up some more ever. numbers. Rory says he's going to sidestep the beef between the Saudi Tour and the PGA Tour going forward. Does that surprise you? No, because the PGA Tour took $3 million from him after he had been their greatest spokesman and advocate. The yeah. WNBA docked the Las Vegas Aces, a first-round pick for offering impermissible benefits to players. Your yeah. thoughts? Also suspended Becky Hammond two games. Man, they go in with notoriety to start the season. That franchise, they're going to be the favorites, I'm sure. Vegas as Vegas is the fave. LSU flipped a four-star recruit who had previously committed to Dion in Colorado. Is that a big deal? What's fair is fair. Dion's doing that to other people. And in my ear, Florida has never won the Stanley Cup. Last one, the Rays face Justin Verlander in the Mets tonight. Who you got? You know, I can't ever root for the Mets. Well, I got the Rays with 31 and 11. I thought Florida had won one, too. And they You're not going to root finals, for Verlander? You're not going to root for Verlander? Verlander but he's, he's our he's boy. With the Mets. Sending us the kid off. hated Mets. We're out of time. We'll try to do better the next time. Shout out to Hickman's Meat Market, Rehoboth. Great stuff. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow. Check out NBA Countdown at 7 in the lottery. Your sports center.